0: Radio you know what I'm it all the
1: way live.
0: broadcasting live from Hutchinson, Kansas.
1: Well, I'm sitting here
2: with a linguist. I a had linguist. no idea. <laughs> I, I didn't that. know you were, but I didn't know that you were a wordsmith.
0: <laughs> Call Jiggy right now 267 22 Jiggy.
3: Hey, Jiggy, what's happening, man? You must be that uh, David Bush <laughs> Jiggy play guitar. Jack. It's a great name, but thanks for the in on the
2: show. Presenting? I'm, I'm Mike Massey, and uh, you know you can catch me on Jiggy Jag TV and uh, see a few of
1: my drink shops there. Thank you very much. Jiggy Jaguar. I never knew what freedom was until I saw you lose yours.
2: Welcome to a fabulous edition of the world famous Jiggy Jaguar radio program. It is July 6, 2016. Yes, we watermarked the program already. Coast to coast, important of order on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and of course 50-plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world. iHeartRadio as well. The Roar Network, our good friends over there at Red Nation Radio. We've got a lot of other stations joining us today. Check out a complete list at Jiggycheckwire.com. Download our brand new premium app. It's not premium. I just put premium on there to make it sound cool. Check out jiggyjaguar.us for more information. Download it on iPhone and Android. And we are going to go to the Skype Rooney. I'm going to attempt to make a call to Donald Mazella and IQL Rizzoli for the very first time. I'm going to attempt this. See if these guys pick up. Hello, guys. Look at that. IQL Rizzoli. How are you, sir?
3: I am fantastic. How are you?
2: Pretty good, actually. I am waiting on Don to pick up his Skype. So, uh, maybe we can both get you in on Skype today. If not, I can call Don on the, uh, traditional telephone. But, um, uh, IQ, it is a, uh, it's a very interesting day uh this whole hillary clinton situation i've been waiting around to uh to get your thoughts on this um before we do that don's don's skype didn't pick up for some reason so i'm going to try to call him on the traditional telephone and see if he will uh pick up the phone he's probably traveling he is uh he is a busy busy bee all the time and um a couple of weeks ago we had a, a chat IQ Rizzoli had a, a very interesting chat with a uh, with, with I, I guess you would call him a mentor of yours. Uh we have Father yes, yes indeed, we have that up on our website at jiggyjaguar.com and uh if you want to download that it's also going to be made available on the iHeartRadio app as well and don is not, Hi, we're not here Nope. Right now he's not there okay well, well we'll we'll try to get a hold of Don in our next break um, i q give us your thoughts on on what happened with the Hillary clinton situation we'll, uh We'll start there in our first segment here today with you, my friend
3: No problem, so bear with me yes, as one who loves America, I was outraged that the FBI has somehow, against all facts, not found any reasons to take Hillary to court, although she has no doubt broken the rules of secrecy endangering U.S. security.
2: Yes.
3: But I would like to qualify my anger with the following sentence, which I believe the FBI director, James Comey, stated or mentioned on purpose. Because this was the same sentence that Hillary qualified her illegal actions in trying to defend herself when she was caught. And the sentence was, At the time, if you listen to the speech that James Comey listened to it carefully, at the time, he said, and at the time, she said also, is the most important sentence in his speech. Why? The difference is that when she spoke of at the time, she meant it, that it was not relevant to have an unsecure service, and after all, she had not sent any top-secret emails. But on the other hand, James Comey asserted that at the time, she was actually transmitting top-secret information on an unsecured email base, which means she was and continues to be lying to all Americans. Had the FBI convicted Hillary, there would have been the most monumental circus of indignation and accusations that she is a victim of GOP. What James Comey has done was to put the matter in the hands of we, the American people, to decide by their vote whether or not Hillary should be trusted to be president. Dear Americans, from my knowledge of hacking and eavesdropping, there is absolutely no doubt that her unsecured emails were compromised by several foreign agencies making her vulnerable to blackmail. What is incredibly shocking is the fact that any other person in the intelligence and or the security communities, having done the same or even less, would have been put on trial and dismissed dishonorably from the service. The Justice Department under Obama has become a tool of his corrupt and un-American administration instead of being the guardian of justice of the people. I sincerely hope that millions of Americans are so enraged and disillusioned at this obvious egregious miscarriage of justice that they will have even more reason to vote for Donald Trump. With all his shortcomings, he is nonetheless the most patriotic politician in the field so far. Trump, after all, is scaring the hell out of the same elite that the whore of Babylon called Hillary Rodham Clinton belongs to throughout all her years, ladies and gentlemen, with both her husband and Obama. Hillary Clinton, just like the Muslim traitor in chief in the White House, never addressed the issue of Islam nor even once championed the rights of women under Sharia. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm speaking of 750 million Muslim women who are treated by their misogynist male counterparts as sex slaves, sex slaves, and inferior beings just one little step higher up the ladder of evolution than domestic animals. The reason is simple, because as is now common knowledge that tens, if not hundreds of millions of dollars have been contributed to her by Arabs, by special interest groups, and by Muslims, even more than Obama, I hold Hillary Clinton personally responsible for two of the worst blunders under her watch. One, the removal and murder of Gaddafi of Libya. Allowing ISIS to gain a foothold, a sure foothold, not only in Iraq, my country, but in Africa, North Africa, and her utter failure to do the so-called reset with Russia. Hillary is just the usual selfish, power-hungry, but utterly clueless politician that filled the ranks of the elites among American and European leaders who are going to be removed, ladies and gentlemen, from office by we, the people, who have had enough of their corruption and utter spinelessness when dealing with the existential threat posed by fundamentalist Muslims to all of humanity. I would like to ask our listeners, especially those who think so highly of Hillary Clinton, to list any of her successors sorry, any of her successes as Secretary of State. If one is honest and decent, I do not believe they can mention a single one hence she has become a total failure and should never be allowed to be president of anything. Definitely not. President of the USA. Back to you, sir.
2: Now, IQ, um, the the fact that this has all happened now. Do, do you see a situation taking place where um they they will try to rig the election so she so she gets in no matter how many people vote for Trump?
3: I'll tell you what. If after this fiasco millions of Americans, irrespective of color, is irrespective of background or race and political Uh, standing, if they don't vote for Donald Trump after this, she will win, yes, by hook and by crook. She would win. But if more and more millions of Americans vote for Trump, the flood will be so gigantic, the tsunami will be so overwhelming, nobody could stop him. Nobody, not legally anyway. But that's up to the American people. They failed twice with Obama. Twice, for God's sake, ladies and gentlemen. Twice <laughs> to elected a piece of garbage. Twice. Don't repeat a third time.
2: Well, I know that there is a uh, a lot of things going on over there on uh on the the side of you know. This, this whole thing <laughs> that seems to be yeah. taking place with Hillary Clinton and everything. We um, we spoke with Dr. Jack Caravelli for iHeartRadio earlier this week, and um, he said that he just couldn't believe that uh, something like this would take place. And you've got to look at it from the standpoint of, well, the rule of law, I guess, pretty much is, is just out the window. Uh, what, what, what do you think about those comments?
3: Well... It seems that the rule of law in America has been reduced to the same level of the banana republics of Latin America under Obama. He is not a follower of the rule of law. He's a dictator. He's a petty little minded person who can't make a speech without teleprompter. And they call him an eloquent orator, good God. If this is eloquence, I'll read the Quran any (laughs) time. I tell you something. Not many Americans read reports or watch the news other than what is dished to them by many of the most despicable, one-sided, contorted and deceitful TV and news stations. Both in the USA and Europe, by the way. Yes. You know, Putin, whether by design or by belief, is a pragmatic politician and a born-again Orthodox Christian. Both Donald Trump and Putin spoke favorably of each other. Putin knows that Trump can be an American he can talk to and maybe even trust for one simple reason, ladies and gentlemen. Obama never keeps his word. Obama never kept his word. Obama is a pathological narcissist, just like his mentor, Mohammed, 1400 years ago. Trump will be best suited not to let Russia gravitate towards China. Russia and the West are infinitely more suited to each other than with China. Putin and Trump will get on very well for the betterment, not only of their two peoples, but also because they can work together to defend Western civilization against the onslaught of Muslims all over the globe. I agree with Trump. I tell you, Americans, that the USA will have to put boots on the ground in the Middle East and North Africa. But this must be in conjunction with Europeans, Chinese, Japanese, Koreans, Indians, and all others who are willing to lend a hand to first eradicate ISIS, and all its affiliates, and then deal realistically with Islam and Muslims head on. Boots on the ground will only be the only way to destroy ISIS. You cannot destroy an enemy by air alone. You have to occupy the land. But as I said, America must never do it again by itself. Never always in conjunction with others. Putin can do that. Hillary Clinton cannot ever do that. Obama is impossible because he won the Nobel Prize for doing nothing, and he wants to keep the Nobel Prize for doing nothing. Does that make sense to you?
2: Well, see, it's it's going to take a, a, a coalition of, uh, of countries to, uh, to, to take out this, this problem that we have, basically.
3: Yes, but it's not impossible. No. You know, with good, with good will, you remember, if people don't realize, in World War II, the United States of America controlled the forces of Canadians, of South Africans, of Australians, of New Zealanders, of French, of Poles, all of them under one control, and they destroyed not only Nazi Germany, but imperialist Japan. So it can be done. But you need leadership. You need somebody who will make it definitely understood by everybody that he can be trusted. Donald Trump can do that. With Putin can do that. The Japanese are ready. The Koreans are ready. The Chinese are ready. The Indians are ready. Why? They are all suffering from Islam. Every single one of them is suffering from Islam. This is a world... White coalition. Remember what I said? We, non-Muslims, are called Ummat al-Kuffar. Ummat al-Kuffar is an expression that I created. Means the nation of infidels, from the point of view of Muslims. The Muslims are called Ummat Muhammad. That means the nations of Muhammad, or the followers of Muhammad. Ummat Muhammad declared war against Ummat al-Kuffar 1400 years ago. And that war hasn't stopped. And this war will never stop until we eradicate Islam. Sounds powerful. Sounds unrealistic. But you're wrong. Those people who think I'm unrealistic. It is powerful. And it is realistic. Just as America was able to destroy the Soviet Union. Just as America was able to destroy Nazi Germany. Just as America was able to destroy Imperial Japan in conjunction with other people. We can do the same thing to Islam. No problem.
2: We've got IQ Al Rizzoli with us today. He joins us live here in our broadcast, coast to coast and border to border, on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty Stitcher. We're going to put IQ on hold on Skype, and uh, we are going to uh, go over, take a quick little break. We're going to see if we can get Don Mazzella in here and... uh, chat with him about some of the different issues of the day i know that don has got a lot of questions for iq as uh, as as uh, i know a lot of our listeners do and they get a hold of us each and every week on our uh, social media you can get a hold of us through our social media on our app cheekycheckwire.us we're going to take a time out come back with more here in our program <laughs>
1: attorney advertising the choice of a lawyer is an important decision should not be based solely upon advertising Kirkos and brad honnold are responsible for the content of this advertisement
4: attention women if you had a transvaginal mesh bladder mesh pelvic sling or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and suffered serious injuries or complications please call 800-625-0379 now as you may be entitled to a cash award if you've had a mesh or sling device implanted ...and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or replacement surgery. Call 800-625-0379 now for a free consultation. One manufacturer has offered to pay $830 million to women harmed by these products. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling or bladder sling implant... ...and suffered serious injuries or complications... Please call 800-625-0379 now. Cases are being settled right now. So call 800-625-0379. That's 800-625-0379.
1: This is attorney advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirk Gose and Brad Honnold are responsible for the content of this advertisement attention. Call now if you've had an IVC filter placed in your body to prevent blood clots, as you may be at serious risk. The FDA warns that these filters may move or break, which may lead to heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, or even death. Call now for a free consultation. Since 2005, there have been over 1,000 problems reported to the FDA by consumers regarding IVC filters, such as fractures, tearing, device movement, blockage, and breaking of the device. If you or a loved one suffered serious health complications from an IVC filter which moved or broke, call us right now, as you may be entitled to compensation. Call 800-618-4110. That's 800-618-4110. Call now, 800-618-4110.
5: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house?
0: I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed life alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone.
1: For a free Life Alert brochure, call 800-635-4993. That's 800-635-4993. Call now at 800-635-4993 to get a free brochure. 800-635-4993.
2: Welcome back to our world famous Chiki Chikwai radio program. We've got IQ Rizzoli on Skype. We are, uh, trying to hunt down Don Mazzella today. He is, uh, on the road and, and doing all sorts of things. So, uh, we've, we're, we're gonna do another segment here with IQ and then we'll try to get Don on in our next segment. Now, we talked about the Hillary Clinton situation in our last Segment and how that's going to affect the, the, the Trump run and, and and everything else that is going on. Um, IQ, I want to talk a little bit about um, something that... You, you're, you're a world traveler. You, you've been all over the planet. You've been doing all sorts of different things. And you've been around a lot of cultures, a lot of uh, strange cultures, a lot of beautiful cultures. Um, fairly recently, the Underground Reporter... Um, posted a story about Portugal. They talked about 15 years after Portugal has, went out and decriminalized all drugs. And it seems like their country seems to just be getting better, whereas other countries that have a drug war um, just continue to have all sorts of problems. For instance, Portugal's uh, 2000 decision in the year 2000 to decriminalize drugs was world changing, not only for Portugal, but for the globe as a whole. Drug use did not increase as many anticipated, but instead decreased in a huge way. The law took effect in 2001 in which there were 80 overdose deaths throughout the country. By 2012, there were only 16. New cases of HIV dropped from 1,016 to only 56 in 2012. And the current drug-induced death rate is 3 per every million residents compared to the average EU rate of 17.3 million. What do you think of the whole drug culture and the fact that uh, they decriminalize drugs and things get better Whereas other countries are all about the drug war and things just get get worse.
3: I never heard that.
2: It's a it's a heck of a deal, IQ. Yeah,
3: yeah. It's it's really fantastic. Um. Okay. Well, there's an echo.
2: Yes, it's it's just Skype. <laughs> it's it's, it's okay. just Skype. I, I've Look, got you. No I don't know problem. why they are I've more successful
3: you. than other people. I have no idea.
2: Well do you But it sounds really
3: positive. You've been,
2: you've been all over the world and seen various cultures and things. What what, what, what do you what do you think of, of the whole you know war on drugs and in different places that you've been?
3: I'll tell you the truth, this war on drugs is absolute a sham. Let me put it another way. Had the American government sold cocaine and heroin legally, what would have happened?
2: <laughs> legally. Yes.
3: There would have been no drug problem. No. No, no, I mean it honestly. All the cartels, all, they would have collapsed. Sell it legally. Just try it. Sell it legally. If somebody wants to buy it, and pay 30, 40 dollars for a small amount. They will pay, let's say, 20 dollars for a bigger amount legally. I don't think there would be a problem. Honestly. The problem is when you have something, you make it illegal. Psychologically, the human mind wants to try. Why is it illegal? I must try it. And they get hooked. A child, you tell him, don't touch the whatever item. First thing they do, they want to touch it. Because you tell them not to touch it. Yes. Until they get burnt. But instead of controlling it, buy it from Afghanistan legally, sell it legally, see what happens. It's an idea, honestly, just an idea. Because it's a sham. Who makes money of illegal drugs? The CIA makes money. Yes. The police, corrupt police, they make money. The cartels make money. The little guys in the street, those who sell it, make money. And who suffers? Simple people. Literally. Your, your son, your daughter, your wife, yourself, anybody could fall for it. But if you legalize it, I would have thought if you legalize it, in the sense you can have, let's say, whatever percentage that is enough for you or for the person who wants to smoke or drink it, whatever it is. Yeah. But they pay for it. So first of all, there is income for the government and the people. Mm-hmm. Second of all, it's controlled. They have to register. So you know each and every one of them. Nobody is under the radar. And you cut out the The cartels, you cut out all of those criminals, completely. But nobody is willing to take a risk. Sorry, sorry, nobody is willing to even try this idea. Nobody. Which I think is uh, unbelievably wrong. You know, who made the mafia? The prohibition in the 1920s. Yep. Had there been no prohibition, the mafia would not have existed. Believe me, there was no mafia before the prohibition. And then, everybody was dealing with drinks, and they had the discotheques, the underground discotheques, everybody was smoking, everybody was having a good time, and the government lost on it. The people lost on it, and who who won? Only the criminals. Literally, the criminals and those who controlled them. Without the prohibition, there would have been no mafia. None. But the prohibition created them. And the same thing with the cartels, with the drugs—hundreds of billions of dollars. My goodness, hundreds of billions. I mean, that—that's economy by itself. You know, today I would like to read, literally read, to Americans what other people beside me thought of Islam, yeah. especially some American presidents. Yeah. You mind? Yes, go ahead, jump in there, give an example. James Q. Adams succinctly described the duty of jihad in Islam. And he said, he wrote, The precept of the Quran is perpetual war against all who deny that Muhammad is the prophet of Allah. The vanquished may purchase their lives by the payment of tribute. The victorious may be appeased by a false and delusive promise of peace. And the faithful follower of the Prophet may submit to the imperious necessities of defeat. But the command to propagate the Muslim creed by the sword is always obligatory. When it can be made effective, the commands of the Prophet may be performed alike by fraud or by force. Ladies and gentlemen, John Quincy Adams read the Quran. 200 plus years ago, he understood it more than all your leaders today. All of your leaders, except maybe Cruz at the moment and Donald Trump. Can you believe that? He knew more about Islam than all of your leaders in the 21st century. But he's not the only one. He's not the only one. Adams also recognized the misogynistic aspect, the violence and lust of Islam. And the the Quran says that it is, the Quran says that they are allowed, the Muslims, the men, are allowed degrading condition of the female sex. They allow polygamy And Muhammad declared undistinguishing and exterminating war as a part of his religion against the rest of mankind. James, this is what I'm telling you, and I'm repeatedly saying to Americans in the 21st century. Yet what I'm quoting was written over 260 years ago. Yes. And he was more perfectly correct than the entirety of your leaders in the West today. Unbelievable. It really is. One of the most eloquent was Winston Churchill. Now, Winston Churchill, before he became Prime Minister of England, he was a reporter in Africa during the war between the British Empire and the Muslims of the Sudan. He wrote a book called The River War. This book was written in about 1890 or 98 or something like that, very late. Yes. And Churchill wrote, and I'm talking about over 120 years ago, he wrote, How dreadful are the curses which Islam lays on its votaries, besides the fanatical frenzy which is as dangerous in a man As hydrophobia in a dog, there is this fearful, fatalistic apathy. The effects are apparent in many countries. Improvident habits, slovenly systems of agriculture, sluggish methods of commerce, insecurity of property exist wherever the followers of Muhammad rule or live. A degraded sensualism deprives this life of its grace and refinement, the next of its dignity and sanctity. The fact that in Islam or Islamic law, every woman must belong to some man as his absolute property, either as a child, a wife, or a concubine, must delay the final extinction of slavery until the faith of Islam has ceased to be a great power among men. He continued, Individual Muslims may show splendid qualities, but the influence of the religion paralyzes the social development of those who follow it. No stronger retrograde force exists in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, this was written 120 years ago. Can I prove what he is saying? Yes, I'll tell you how. There are 57 Muslim majority states in the world controlling almost 20% of the land surface of the earth. Inhabited by one and a half billion Muslims. They have only one thing in common. They are the least productive, the least inventive, and the least creative human being on the planet. This is not racism. This is fact. And this is exactly what Muhammad all of the leaders in the West, especially Winston Churchill, said about them. Degraded sense of sensualism, no productivity, no security, everything is collapsing. This is what Islam is all about, ladies and gentlemen. Islam is not a race. When somebody accuses you of being a racist when you're discussing Islam, tell them to go and drop dead. (laughs) Islam is not a race. Because Islam comprises every race on the planet, every color on the planet, every single nationality on the planet. Islam is a political movement disguised as a religion. It's a political movement. It's a social-political movement. It's not a race. Moreover, they tell you Islam means peace. Islam has nothing to do with peace. The word Islam is rooted in the verb Aslama. It's Arabic, my mother tongue. Aslama means submission. Submission to whom? To the will of a god called Allah. Unfortunately, for stupid Americans... Stupid Europeans and stupid other people who don't know anything about the Qur'an. Allah is most definitely not the same as the God of Jesus, Moses and Abraham. This is fact. Not negotiable. And since this is the case, Islam is not a religion. Islam is a cult, belief system, the cult of Muhammad. But because it's a cult, they are not entitled to any of the privileges of a religious organization. Their mosques are not like synagogues. They are not like temples. They are not like churches. They are not like cathedrals. Their mosques, they teach to hate. They teach their children to hate. To hate the very people who gave them shelter. To hate the very people who are supporting them. Take The Muslims in America. Take the Muslims in any European country. They cannot ever be loyal. They cannot be loyal to the constitution of these countries because these constitutions are not from Allah Sharia. They cannot be loyal to the inhabitants of these countries because these inhabitants are called kuffar, infidels, whose destiny either to submit to Islam or to be exterminated. Again, and again, and again, I tell you the same thing. And I also tell you that there is not a single human being on planet Earth and no intelligent life outside the solar system who can debate me these subjects in public and win. This is not a boast. This is a fact. I have been begging CARE, C-A-I-R, Council of American Islamic Relations, ISNA, the Islamic Center or Socials for North America all of these are they might be calling definitely to you <laughs> i have to disconnect hello yes but that was quick
2: <laughs> <clears throat> hey you 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 said you, you said have you people have the who challenges call out at there anytime so they were calling night and
3: day So, as we were talking, Islam is the most corrupt, the most diabolical, the most anti-human belief system the world has ever encountered. Every letter in the Quran, every word, every verse, ayah, and every chapter, surah in the Quran were never revealed to Muhammad by any god called Allah or any angel called Gabriel. Because every letter, word, verse, and chapter in the Quran are the products of Muhammad's imagination, the secretions of his warped mind, but very cleverly projected into the unsuspecting mouth of Allah and Gabriel to give them the aura of sanctity and divinity. Islam is not a religion. Every mosque should be monitored. Every madrasa, which is an Islamic religious school, should be monitored. No sharia should be allowed. No hijab should be allowed. No niqab should be allowed. Why? Niqab is never mentioned in the Quran, so it's not part of Islam. Hijab as a covering of a woman is never mentioned in the Quran. That should be also disallowed. And sharia is automatically the nemesis of everything that Americans understand as freedom. Sharia is the nemesis of every freedom known to humanity. Sharia is total submission to Muhammad's Quran and Muhammad's Sunnah. Sunnah means Muhammad, what he did, what he thought in his lifetime. For example, nowhere in the Quran does it prohibit a Muslim from drinking wine. It doesn't prohibit them. The prohibition is in the Hadith, which means the Sunnah of Muhammad, that means traditions. Nowhere in the Quran is there a prohibition for dancing. But the prohibition is in the Sunnah, in the Hadith. Nowhere in the Quran is prohibition not to use musical instruments. Again, not in the Quran. In the hadith. So what do we have? When you analyze all these prohibitions that don't exist in the Quran, but are followed by the Muslims, they are following a man. They are following the traditions of a man called Muhammad. They are not following the traditions of a god. Even if Allah were God, they are not following uh, Allah. They are not following God. They are following Muhammad. That's why I call Islam a cult belief system the cult of muhammad and the cult is not entitled to the rights of a religion i hope it makes sense to all of you
2: we've got iq al-razoli with us today he joins us live here in our broadcast and uh we're going to take a brief time out when we come back we're going to get iq's thoughts we're going to put him on hold on skype and uh, we are going to take a brief time out. When we come back, we'll get his thoughts on some of the different news that's going on around the world. We'll get his thoughts on uh, how that affects and how it moves forward. World Traveler, I.Q. Al Rizzoli with us when we get back.
1: This is Attorney Advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision. Should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirkos and Brad Honnold are responsible for the content of this advertisement.
4: Attention women. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implanted for pelvic organ prolapse or stress urinary incontinence and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800-625-0379 now as you may be entitled to a cash award. If you've had a mesh or sling device implanted and suffered serious injuries or complications such as device removal or or replacement surgery. Call 800 625 0379 now for a free consultation. One manufacturer has offered to pay $830 million to women harmed by these products. If you had a transvaginal mesh, bladder mesh, pelvic sling, or bladder sling implant and suffered serious injuries or complications, please call 800 625 0379 now. Cases are being settled right now. So call 800 625 0379. That's 800 625 0379.
1: This is attorney advertising. The choice of a lawyer is an important decision, should not be based solely upon advertising. Kirkos and Brad Honold are responsible for the content of this advertisement attention. Call now if you've had an IVC filter placed in your body to prevent blood clots, as you may be at serious risk. The FDA warns that these filters may move or break, which may lead to heart or lung damage, internal bleeding, or even death. Call now for a free consultation. Since 2005, there have been over 1,000 problems reported to the FDA by consumers regarding IVC filters, such as fractures, tearing, device movement, blockage, and breaking of the device. If you or a loved one suffered serious health complications from an IVC filter which moved or broke, call us right now. As you may be entitled to compensation, call 800-618-4110. That's 800-618-4110. Call now, 800-618-4110.
5: Are you worried about your mom or dad living alone in their house?
0: I live alone and rarely have visitors. So when I slipped and fell in the kitchen last month and couldn't get to a phone, I knew I was in trouble. Help! I could barely move. Help! I tried calling for help, but no one could hear me. As I lay there, I couldn't help but think of my kids and grandkids having to go on without me. I was terrified. It took eight hours for my neighbor to find me. It could have been the end of me. That's when I knew I needed life Alert. With just one press of this button, I'm connected to the Life Alert Center, where I can get the help I need, even when I cannot reach a phone. With Life Alert, I'm never alone.
1: For a free Life Alert brochure, call 800-635-4993. That's 800-635-4993. Call now at 800-635-4993 to get a free brochure. 800-635-4993. Welcome to the
6: Unlock Your Wealth Update. Here's Heather halls
5: Car buying is a large commitment and typically a financial runner-up to buying a home. However, some consumers make impulse purchases which were affected by their emotions. To avoid spur-of-the-moment decisions, here are some tips. First, determine your budget. Know upfront the maximum amount you can fix your monthly costs. One suggestion is to spend no more than 20% of your monthly household income on car-related costs for all the vehicles in your home. Remember, that 20% number includes costs associated with your car like repairs maintenance auto insurance and your car payment next don't assume a small budget equals used car used cars in certain areas are in shorter supply than new ones which can make them more expensive and test drive to the maximum it's likely you will own your car for the next many years so make sure you'll be comfortable in the driver's seat for more great resources to help you create unlimited wealth and happiness, visit our website at crackingyourmoneycode.com. I'm Heather Wagenhals. Now go out and unlock your wealth today.
2: Back here with IQR Rizzoli here on our big program, coast-to-coast Coast and border-to-border Border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher. And of course, the brand new Jiggy Checkwire app available in the App Store, JiggyCheckwire.us. And um, we want to get IQ's thoughts on some of the different stories that are going on uh, across the country and around the world. There is a lot uh, going on, and I wanted to get IQ's thoughts on some of these uh, that are taking place. First of all, uh, there is a <laughs> there is an interesting story that is uh that has just taken place this is uh, happening in minnesota um it is a it is a weird weird story when it when it concerns uh the religion of peace, as they like to say, which we all know as i q has laid out many times on this program um, Islam is not a religion of peace and uh one one of the big stories is uh a Muslim refugees are threatening. A Minnesota community with rape, um, they basically want everything handed to them. They want everything, you know, given to them. Um, they, they don't want to have any problems, and uh, they are threatening, basically, the, uh, the, the the community with rape if they don't get what they want. IQ, um, why is it that uh, these Muslim refugees are allowed to come into the United States and want things changed And if not, they do this. They threaten and and, and do all sorts of, basically, chicanery.
3: Because you have a a corrupt uh, administration. Yes. You have a corrupt uh, Congress. Both sides are corrupt. I mean it. You have corruption on a colossal scale. How is it possible that in the United States of America, where people can bear arms... Muslims can come and threaten your families. I mean, if I were one of the husbands or brothers or fathers of this community, I would go after those guys with a submachine gun. These people have no respect. Muslims have no respect for any human being who is not one like them. They have no respect even for other Muslims. In Iraq, in my country, three days ago, one suicide bomber destroyed the lives of 200 people and 200 more were uh, wounded. We are talking about a cult belief system. These, I call every Muslim a degenerate human mutant. Every single Muslim on earth, irrespective of color, irrespective of nationality, irrespective of anything, is a degenerate human mutant. What do I mean by that? I mean they look like human beings, walk like human beings, and talk like human beings. But beyond these characteristics, they're not human. They're hate-mongering, war-mongering, misogynist, racist, duplicitous, intolerant, Irrational, stupid animals. And this is not racism, ladies and gentlemen. All I want is somebody to prove any of my adjectives wrong. Cannot be done. Because look what they're doing all over the world. Not only against America. Not only against Jews. Not only against Christians. But against everybody. Buddhists, Hindus, gays. Atheists, ignores anybody. Muslims are the enemies of every human being on the planet, including other Muslims. Why do I say that? Okay. 20% of humanity, 1.5 billion, is Muslim. 85% of them are Sunni, 15% are Shura. The 15% consider the 85% Sunni as Kafirs, subject to death and destruction. The Sunnis consider the Shi'a kafirs, subject to death and destruction. But both of them consider 80% of humanity who are not Muslim are also kafir, subject to death and destruction. So what do we have? Islam is the enemy of every human being on the planet. Don't let Muslims take over. Don't allow them any legalism any right to do there, to, to be in America. They have no right to be in America. They have no right to be in Europe. They have no right to be in any country outside Dar al-Islam. Dar al-Islam is the countries of Islam. Millions of them have come to Europe and America, but not a single one of them was allowed to come to Saudi Arabia or to the Gulf states or to Kuwait. And when somebody the Saudi government and the Kuwaitis why not? He said, these are terrorists. He's talking about Muslims, immigrants. They said they are terrorists. And yet these are the terrorists that Obama is bringing in America by the playload. And Merkel is allowing by one million and a half at a time. Who is the stupid one? In America, it's the American people. Because you're allowing it. You are allowing it. You are Allowing it, you, the American people, because you're not doing anything about it. We, the people, is the preamble to the Constitution, means we are the ones who control the nation. The government is the servant of the people. Obama is the servant of the people. But you're not allowing yourself to be heard. You're rolling over and are being raped and murdered by Muslims and you're laughing. There's no laughing in here. There's no laughing matter here. The ones in Minnesota, the ones in Dearborn, Michigan will never integrate. Just like the ones in Germany, the ones in England, the ones in France, they never integrated. They cannot ever integrate. The Quran prohibits it. It's that simple, it's not complicated. Mm
2: Well, and see, I mean, I've been
3: saying this for 30 years. 30 years. It's a long time, ladies and gentlemen. But I have to continue until enough people wake up, take over, and then I have to retire. Al-Baqarah, chapter 2, verse 216. Read it. It says, Jihad, holy fighting in Allah's cause. Qital fi allah is ordained for you Muslims, though you dislike it. And it may be that you dislike a thing which is good for you, and that you like a thing which is bad for you. Muhammad said in Sahih al-Bukhari, 4631, he said, I love that I should be killed in Allah's cause, jihad. Then I should be brought back to life to be killed again in jihad. Islam is war and only war. In Sahih al-Bukhari, Hadith 4.50, Muhammad said to his followers, A single endeavor of fighting in Allah's cause, Qital fi allah jihad, is better than the world and whatever is in it. He also said, know that paradise is under the shade of swords. Ladies and gentlemen, these verses remind me of Hitler's Mein Kampf, the Nazi, the Nazi master race creed. Uh, by the way, Mohammed, uh, Hitler always said, to his followers, that he is disgusted that the Germans are Christian followers, Christ, instead of followers of Muhammad. Why? Because Islam is manly. That's what it is all about. Islam is manly, which he means predatory. It destroys other people. It humiliates other people. It subjugates other people. But Islam is self-defeating, it is self-destructive, and we shall overcome them, ladies and gentlemen. When enough Americans and enough Europeans wake up to overthrow their governments which are corrupt, we shall overcome them, I promise you. It is inconceivable, it is impossible that we, 80% of humanity, the nation of infidels, the most. Productive, most inventive, most creative and most powerful in human history can be defeated by these miserable low life. It won't happen. When enough people wake up, it will be irreversible. We shall crush them. Take my, take my words. Listen to them. Wake up. Read the first nine chapters of the Quran. You don't need to read all 114. Don't waste your money. Don't waste your time. Google Quran. Read the first nine chapters. And if any of you comes to a conclusion or conclusions opposite to mine, you really have to go to a mental asylum. (laughs) Because that's where you should belong. Ladies and gentlemen, wake up. Not for your sake only, but for the sake of your future generations. You must not allow Hillary Clinton to take over. It will be another four years of abysmal failures, a follow-up to Obama. Elect anybody but Ob- Hillary Clinton. At the moment, all you have is a patriot called Trump. With all his faults, he is infinitely superior to Hillary Clinton, infinitely superior. Because he wants good for America, unlike Obama, who only wants bad for America. And what did Obama say last, what was it, a day ago? He said, I have Hillary's back, and Hillary said she has his back. They are of the same species. They are anti american they have no pride in the United States of America. They have no pride in America. They have no respect for Americans. Obama lied 28 times when he said you can have your uh, insurance, you can have your doctor. He lied. He lied in Benghazi and so did Hillary Clinton. They are pathological liars. You cannot ever again elect people who are like that because they're going to drag you to a disaster the likes of which you're never going to recover from. I'm telling you you will never recover. Put your faith into somebody who is not as corrupt as they are. Who is not beholden to anybody outside of himself. At the moment all you have is Donald Trump and God bless you. I hope you make the right decision. For your sake and the sake of humanity. Because without America, most of this world will be screwed up. Don't listen to Obama, the piece of garbage who has no respect for America, who has no respect for the exceptionalism of Americans. You saved the world in World War I. You saved the world in World War II. You saved the world against the Soviet Union. You did. You should be proud. But a garbage leader like Obama makes you think that you are terroristic, that you are imperialistic, that you are corrupt. Not true. Not true. Don't take my word for it. Just read history. Read the last 100 years. What has America done in the last 100 years? Who saved Europe from the Soviet Union? Who created The might of Germany. Who created mighty Japan? American money. American generosity. The Marshall Plan. Nobody tells you these things. Your media will never tell you the truth. It is programs like James Law and others like him who tell you the truth. You will never find the truth in the main news media. They always lie. They are corrupt. Just like the elite that they protect. Back to you, James.
2: We've got IQ Al Rizzoli with us today. He joins us live here on Skype. And um, IQ, I appreciate you making time for us today. Looking forward to talking to you next week. And uh, we will be back with you. Uh, Pick up IQ's books. They're available online. He's Googleable. Just Google Al Rizzoli. A L R A S S O O L I. And, uh, you can find his books and all of his, uh, radio interviews as well. And, uh, I appreciate it, IQ. I'll talk to you next week. Thank you, man.
3: Take care, sir. Bye bye.
2: Appreciate it. IQ, our Rizzoli with us today. That is that. That is our program. Thanks for joining us today here in our broadcast. We will be back with more tomorrow.